Alright, ladies and gentlemen, uh, another episode, Tennis of Melbourne. I have Jared with me. So, Tennis of Melbourne is a city of love. So, Jared, uh, you want to say hello to our family and friends? Hello, everyone. How are you going? <laughs> okay. Now, Jared, uh, which part of Melbourne are you from? Uh, I'm from Taylor's Lakes. Oh, right. Okay. Perfect place for a hotspot. Yeah, at the moment. <laughs> okay, uh, what's going? Tell the world that for those who don't know, uh, what's going over there right now? Um, unfortunately, with the virus in in Melbourne, particularly around my area, it's kind of it's kind of come back, and we we've all been forced back into lockdown. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you miss it or do you hate it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I miss playing tennis and just going out. Yeah, um, I wish. Obviously, it'd be better if it wasn't here at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And um, are you are you still competing or are you coaching? Or what's with you with tennis now? Uh, me and tennis. I'm 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 a coach now. I'm, I like I still compete for fun, but it's nothing serious. Oh, you're coaching uh, the juniors, the development, the elites. The- yeah, so I coach a bunch of the hot shots and a bunch of the low-level grades within our local competition, the NSJTA. So I, I mainly have both more so D graders and C graders. And then once I prepare them with their sort of like basic skills that they need and they start moving up, then they go on to more of our high-performance coaches at our club. I have never knew. I just... You and these bunch of NSJTA people is now flooding in tennis of Melbourne. I didn't know you from NSJDA. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, I've, um, actually, I know a few people that have been on your podcast before. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Okay. So you would be. So you would know Priscilla pretty well, yeah. Yeah, me and Priscilla played in the same team in like a special and stuff. Okay. And uh, when when I when I title her uh, the queen of NSJDA, is that overrated or the underrated? Awesome. Um, on par. I think that's just. I think that's about right. Yeah. Okay. And would you say you're the king of NSJDA? <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely not. That's definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> who would you think? Who would you think is the king of NSJDA? King of NSJDA. Um, I don't know. We've had a bunch of really good players come through. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, um, I'd probably give it to one of the boys that plays for um, Taylor's Lakes and A Special, considering A Special's won R A Special's won mm-hmm. the past like two seasons. Mm-hmm. So. Um, They've been they've been definitely doing it well. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want to call out his name, so maybe I can reach him out. The king, um, the future king. <laughs> well, there's a there's a, there's, a, there's definitely a future king I can see. And if you know Lucas Della Cruz, he's not the number one in the team at the moment, but I can see him being the number one in not too long. Oh, is he son of Bobby? He is the son of Bobby. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Well. That's worth something for me to reach out to. Okay, so now you're coaching. Do you have any um, sort of reflection on saying, you know, maybe I could do this better. Maybe I could adjust this when I'm in my, in my 13, 14, 15-year-old me. And then maybe perhaps I could play uh, the, my UTR right now at Melbourne Park. Um, well... Coaching is coaching is very different because obviously I'm a bit older, so I understand a bit more now. So I can mm-hmm. I can pick up on technique a bit easier and pick up on how, how we're playing the game, mm-hmm. um, which is which is definitely more helpful to now when I do play because it, it makes it a little bit more fun for me being able to pick apart weaknesses and things. Um, but I guess having the knowledge I have now back to when if I could give it back to myself when I was younger, it's it's more just about the consistency of your shots. It's 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 about 
you know, getting them in, placing them right. It's, it doesn't have to be anything special with the power. It's as long as you're being able to play consistently, you'll, you're always going to be competitive. Mm. Do you miss, do you miss competing? Oh, I do. Yeah. So on, on Friday nights, I still show up and I, and I watch all the juniors play. So mm-hmm. I go out and support them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I, look, I, I, I honestly know I, 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 before the combo, I was like, uh, make sure your parents is, uh, is okay with it. I, I still think you're like 17. How old are you now? Oh, I'm 19, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Time flies. I remember I saw you and, and you were, um, I think it was in Denley Park, and then I remember you playing another 16 under and stuff, and I just thought, it just seems like yesterday, so I, I thought you probably like 17 or something. No, that's why I said if your parents are okay, so... All right, so now, now, now you're a veteran. You're a veteran. <laughs> I will, um, would... Um, what's one awesome thing about NSJDA that other region that other regions don't have? Now, before you answer this question, I'm not responsible for your safety. <laughs> uh, I think the NSJDA has got my back here, if, I, if, I, if whatever I say. So I, uh-huh. I feel pretty confident with that. But yeah. um, I, I feel like I feel like in all in all of the of the leagues and everything like that, there's always a good like community between between everyone, especially when you go up to representing your uh, your own area. Mm-hmm. I think there's always like everyone you get to know everyone really well, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but particularly in the NSJJ, I think I think the competition's really high within like once you get to the top of the grades and things like that, I think it's it's all run very well the way we do it, but but I think yeah the competition really gets up there now. You know, as you were saying, I, I kind of feeling I should just open up another channel, just call NSJDA channel. You know, I reckon. Because yeah. <laughs> I've got all right on top of my head. I got Aaron. I got yeah. uh, Steve, uh, Steph, uh, Stephen Serafides, uh, yeah, yeah. Priscilla. Um, uh, who else? Is you? Um, I can't remember. There was. There was just there was all some of you guys. Which just I feel like you guys taking up all the all the all the uh, the percentage of tennis of Melbourne. So I really really think that's a, a really good thing because even Aaron was. Texting me yesterday says, "Hey Tom, you, I need you to reach out for these these guys and stuff. You, you got a great build some great content." I was like, "Okay, cool." And again, to this point about you know we're like six minutes into into the convo, you're delivering some solid responses. Nice, I'm really really appreciate it. Now, uh, on, on on more on coaching, more on coaching. In in your opinion, what is one difference between a good coach and a great coach? Good coach and a great coach. Um, well, well, my coach is definitely a, definitely a great coach. You've had him on the podcast as well, Matthew Gregory. Oh yeah, that's right, Matthew as well, another NSJDA. Yeah, that's right, yes. Ma- Matthew and his wife Pierce, they're mm-hmm. both great coaches, I think. And Kobe them, in the future, you never know. And Co- Kobe, <laughs> yeah, Kobe's going to be my doubles partner soon. Hopefully. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so with especially when I when I look at Madam Pierce compared to maybe some of the coaches I had during my earlier years, uh-huh. um, they just. Everything they do is so professional. The way they like they they're always planned for the lesson, what they want to do, and they know what they need to work on with the with the student, even the week before. Um, and it's just how easily they can pick up on your technique, and even like the, the tiniest little tweaks they can do to make you make you better by just adjusting it so so slightly, which you wouldn't be able to see. It's like you don't understand how they even pick it up. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just the experience they've had. It, it really it really shows through, like like leaps and bounds over any other coach. Right. So, would you say you had before you met uh, Piers and, and, and Matt? Uh, you didn't know you have all these blind spots, and they just put a, to- a shine a light on it. You go, like, "Oh, okay, you can do it this way. You can have different approach." Yeah. So I kind of had one main coach 
um, for pretty much all my years before I before I ended up beating Matt, and he ended up taking over my club, coaching there. And and you know, I always I always played well. I thought I was really good, and then moving in, moving into Matt, it's just it opened up a new like. It just everything was so different with him because I started to actually progress a lot more, a lot quicker, and things began to change. And it was like I didn't realize I could play this well, but it was it was just because I had a coach that was really like switched on and knew what he was doing. He's done it for, for years. He knew it, he just knew it perfectly, and he, he got me corrected so quickly, and, and everything just like got much better from there. Mm, right now, um, if you. Um if you can take one thing that from either Matt or Piers, there in terms of skill set, like you're saying now, you know, in details and stuff, are there other things that you, you think you really can resonate and you wanted to, you know, now you're coaching in a sort of, I would say you're fairly new to, to the coaching pathway. Would you something that you wanted to hold on to it for a very long time and then deliver it to, to, to the juniors? Um, hmm. Well, with, with with them, I think uh, looking at what they do compared to what I want to pass on as well, I think it's just the fact that they form such great like bonds and connections with their students, and it's not just about coaching them; it's also they become friends with them, and they, you know, they have like a lot of fun jokes and chats, and, and it's just they they kind of they become more of a friendship, and they they really trust each other a lot more. It's it's. It's a lot more than just coaching the student because you know the student, you you understand what they like, you have things in common with them, and it's it's a lot more enjoyable when you're going to see that coach as well. So I think if when I'm when I'm coaching, I want to be I want to really copy what they do and how they become such close with uh, so close with their uh, students that they do coach. So if they go, hey Jared, uh, tomorrow morning we got a training at five thirty in the morning. Can you make it? You'll you'll probably make it. I'll definitely make it for them, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, no I'll, problems. <laughs> so, so, okay, so I, I know exactly what you mean. And that, that, that's, that's really beautiful. And that's what we need in, in, in tennis now, a lot of love, a lot of positivity, which is good. Now, moving on to um, with, with, your, with your coaching, and obviously you say developing. Now, I'm going to give you one thing, and you just give me your best tip. Okay, just simple stuff, best tip. I'm going to start yep. with serving. What's your best tip? Serving best tip. It's it's when it comes to serving, it's always the ball toss. It's you have to get down the right spot because with all the juniors, they could they can all swing swing and hit a ball as hard as they want. But if they can't get the ball toss in the right spot, the ball's not going to go where they want. Mm, okay. Uh, finding doubles partner. Finding a doubles partner. Um, uh, coach your coach's son when he when he grows up. That's your doubles partner. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, uh, one tip for playing um, forehand on the run. This playing is a, forehand on the run. On the forehand on the run. Um, I'd say trying to keep your balance, so not like really re- reaching into it and trying to lose all your body weight just to get for it, but try and keep steady with your body and keep your balance still there, so you you're steady through your shots, so you're not shaking too much. Mm-hmm. How about du- during change events? During change events, just in general. What are the, some of the routines or advice you want to give to to junior players? It's it's just take it take it easy, take it calm, slow it down. Have a always have a little drink, even if you don't need one. Just take a sip, keep your fluids up and stuff like that. But just just relax. So you lower your heart rate and you get ready, get set for the next point once the game starts. Oh, okay. And do you talk to yourself a lot? 
Uh, yeah, I do talk to myself. It's always in my head. It's never, it's never out loud. But um, it's mainly just, ref- it's mainly just reflection. If it's out loud, are they appropriate? <laughs> if it's out loud, it's, if, it's just like, come on, it's not, it's not anything more than that. Okay, okay. Now, now you're a coach, and you sort of play competitively. Now, uh, without without uh, taking it in the wrong way for all the listeners. Now. I need you to put your hand and touch your heart right now without dropping the phone. And you're going to tell all our listeners, no, 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 uh, uh, no pressure, just maybe about an average of about 350 every single convo, that how many records have you smashed over the years? <laughs> how many records have I smashed over the years? Yes, you damaged um, and abused. Damage in the bills. Uh, the only racket I've ever smashed was like a ten dollar one from Kmart. I've never smashed any of my proper rackets. Nice. Is it because? Is it because? Well, what's the reason behind it? Behind that one. Uh, that one was just like an old bad racket we had at the club, and I, I've always wanted to smash a racket, but I would never, I would never do a twenty mile ones. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you don't smash racket is. Is because, well, I pay for my rackets most of the time now, so it's it's pretty expensive. I, I can't I can't be behind rackets all the time. Right, right, okay. What if what if yeah. you what if you doing your training right and uh, sorry your coaching and you see your kid just keep missing shots and turns around and smash the rackets? Uh, what do you say to the kid? Uh, if a kid ever you know drops their racket or smashes their racket, I'll go over them and I'll, I'll speak to them. I'll be like, you should pick it up. You shouldn't be smashing racket anything like that because. It's just showing that you know you've you, you've got a bad behaviour, or you've, you're showing weakness to your opponent. Even if you do it during a match, you just got to focus and don't worry about it. Just move on to the next shot. It, it doesn't matter what happened in the last one. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't fix that anymore. Mm-hmm. Just move on to the next. Right. Now, funny one for you is that um, I've, I, I spoke to one of the coach earlier today. This is I've got four to four to go. Actually, no. Yeah, you're you're the second one. I got after you. I've got three more to go. I noticed that a lot of juniors, they are practicing tennis on the court, as well as they're practicing their next TikTok dance. What do you do to that? (laughs) Um, If it's it's a hobby that they can do in between all their tennis training, I don't really see a problem. Um, (laughs) I guess if that's what they enjoy doing and they have fun, go for it. It doesn't really bother me. Yeah, okay, okay. So, all right. Um, going back to you a little bit more about you know playing, have you thought about or did you thought about um, going to college? Um, I'd always think it'd be like a fun experience to do, especially since my coach went to college, which was always great hearing the stories from him. Um, but I, I've, I've never really in a position where I, I think I've, I'm playing well enough to get like to a good college or anything like that, like I'd want. Um, and it does cost a lot to go to college, but but other than that, I think. I'm like content with what I'm doing now. Like I'm happy with where I am. I don't see see where I uh, need to go to college and, and like play tennis and study overseas. Like yes, if, if I got the chance for free, I probably would. But um, but I'm, I'm happy with what I'm doing at the moment. Oh, okay, nice. So are you going, are you at uni now? Yeah, I'm first year uni at RMIT. Oh, that's that's pretty close as well. That's pretty close. Yeah. Already, yeah. Uh, are you majoring any sport related or business related subject? I'm actually doing electrical engineering, which is kind of different to all of this, so... So you're a bit of a whiz? Um, not really. It's, it's, it's not the most fun uh, thing to study, I reckon, but uh, but, uh, but I enjoy it. It's, it's, it's all right. So if the light goes off, you know, during training, you can always go up and then just fix the light bulb? 
Can I have any first year uni? I oh. don't think I can do that. <laughs> Alright, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, um, going to something f- uh, fun is that um, when you were in playing juniors, obviously whether it's NSJDA or JT or wherever, uh, did you have any embarrassing moments or fun moments uh, on court? Embarrassing or fun moments? Um, well, I guess it's always fun when you win. That's that's always that's always good. Um, in terms of embarrassing, I don't know if it's really been embarrassing or just injuries, but um, yeah, I guess for embarrassing, I don't know. I don't know. Just like if you miss a ball, like you miss a serve, like you like you throw the ball up and you just whiff the ball completely. All right. How about how about this? How about this? Good one. How about this? When was last time you got bageled? Bageled. You got bageled. Uh, um, well, I haven't played like proper matches for a while. Last time I got bageled. Um, I don't know. It'd probably be playing one of my coaches. Like, as um, one of my coaches, you, you might know him as Jeremy Beale. Jeremy Beale. <laughs> yeah, he um, he would always he would bail me every single time if I would ever play him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just he's just he's, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, can you take a set? Or can you take five, ge- uh, three games off off Jeremy? Definitely not off his serve. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm lucky, I could do it while he was still injured. But he's but he's healed now, so I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, Jeremy is uh, he's, he's a bit of a machine. I, I th- I'm thinking about reaching him out um, soon. Now, um, on more on on you because before the convo, I did say about. Um, you know, just a moment of appreciation. So, Tennis of Melbourne is about appreciation. So, yeah. uh, Jared, take it away. Take your time. Take a deep breath. You know, people you want to thank, give them shout-outs. Even just drop their names like a, like, like a microphone. Take it away. Yeah. Um, so, a few people I'd like to thank. Uh, first off, would obviously be, like, my parents, my family, because, for one thing, my dad is the president of my of my tennis club, Taylor's Lakes. Mm-hmm. So, he's always been there and supporting me through tennis. So, it's always been, you know, great to know he's got my back with everything. Um, moving on to my coaches, especially got Matt Pierce, you've got Nick, you've got Jeremy, you've got Curtis, you've got Stan, you've got Danny, um, you've got all of them at Taylor's Lakes. They're all they're all amazing, even at Royal Park as well. They've always been helping me out. That's been amazing through through when I've been um, playing and when I'm coaching now. They always help me, which I think is amazing. And and at the club in particular, uh, Bobby Bobby's always helped everyone. Vince, who used to be around, he used to be president there he was always amazing um yeah i guess people that always revolve around the tennis club they, they, they've been amazing they've helped me out a lot mm, right okay um so now you you said you you, you mentioned how before you said you know your juniors you, you when you you said you're not good enough but would you say is because the environment and the setting was the tennis was very competitive and it's hard to to be on top, um, the tennis is very competitive because, because like you obviously you got like sports schools which you can go to like Marley or Bayside and you'll be playing all the time. Whereas, mm. well, for one thing, I went to a Catholic school, so I only played after school. But then tennis does cost a lot of money to play and things like that. But I think I was never at the point where I was taking like it like 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 from like there was never a point where I wanted to play to become a professional. It was always just more for fun, and I just wanted to get myself better. So I never really tried to push myself in order to get to that point. Mm. Okay, well, you mentioned a big word that all the sports need, the F word, fun. So yeah. how, do, how do you define fun? Uh, fun. Um, it's just, 
it, it's enjoyment. It's, it's, you know, when you go to the, it's like, if you're playing tennis, it's you want to go to the court. You want to get out there. You just want to hit. It doesn't matter. You just, it's just you want to be at that place and you enjoy being there. And it's an experience that you like, that you like cherish. And you, and you find it's like the best place to go to. It's like, oh, I'd rather go there than go do something else. Like instead of going shopping, and stuff, I'd just rather go tennis. I'd rather go play. It's it's something I love doing. It's something I feel. I just I'd rather do more than pretty much anything else. Right, and. Um Obviously, you, I would say you're a young man, you know, 19 years of, 90 years of age. Do you, do you think that in some way thinking about tennis or playing tennis keep you mentally healthy and mentally active? I think it's really good because it always gives you something to do and it's not something where, you, where you're not doing anything. It's, it's physical in your body, so you're keeping yourself in good health. You're always moving around, staying active, and it's, it's something that you've always got in your mind. It's... it's it keeps you away from like maybe doing any other things. It's just something that you're always looking forward to, and you just really want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. uh, if, if I may, if I may ask you, do you know anyone? Because again, this convo is sort of you, we can reflect on you as an individual, and also we can reflect as a society. Now, do you know uh, people around you, whether it's a friend or a friend of a friend, um, has or is currently struggling with? mental side, um, whether it's from, you know, the COVID, whether it's from just the family or whether it's just from in, in, uh, personal issues, they are struggling with their mental illness and really want to, you know, or just currently struggling. Do you know anyone? Um, I think, I think everyone will, will like always know someone, whether they, mm-hmm. whether they personally know it or not. Um, so you've always got to, you know, you've got to look out for everyone and it doesn't matter whether they say they're fine or not. Just always, you always look out for everyone. I don't know whether... You know, anyone I'm really close with is, but but I'm always you always gonna just be careful with everything and just make sure everyone's alright. Mm. Right. Look, I, I can just see you one day doing what Bobby is doing, what Matt is doing, because you just sound so I don't know, it sounds so captivating and just like alright everyone and then you just like just get everyone's attention and stuff. So kudos to you. Because no, because the reason why I said it because last time I saw you I think at, at the end, and you were just sort of quiet. You know, you're always just waiting there and just doing your thing. And then now, I feel like you're you're taking on another role, whether it's coaching or whether it's post tennis or whether it's just uh, being a good human. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that. Um, yeah. I guess. I guess so. Uh... Oh, sorry. Was there a disconnection? Thank you, thank you for the for the compliment. I guess, but um, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm moving more in that direction to to sort of help others and mm-hmm. and with their journey of things. Right. Okay. Now, when when you mentioned, um, let, let let let's talk about current situation as well. So, going back to to tennis a little bit, what would be some of your uh, go to exercises for those who are in a lockdown and they can still keep themselves fit? Um. For for one thing, if if they've got like a treadmill or a bike or anything, making sure they're keeping their fitness up. That's mm-hmm. that's definitely always key for tennis because of all the movement you're doing. Um, but other than that, I think always just little strengthening exercises for key muscles that you're that you're gonna be using. Like for one thing, in your forearm, within your your dominant hand, because I know I've got tennis elbows, so I'm always gonna make sure that's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as in your legs, keeping just. Keeping fit, I think that's the, the most important thing. Wow, that's good. And uh, would you say that um, 
Wait, hold on. Did you said you, you mentioned you had tennis elbow? Yes. Uh, did you get a good checkup on that, or is it just comes and goes? Um, I've probably had it for the past six years, and it just comes and goes at the moment. Have I? Have you seen me before at, at tournaments before for your elbow? Um, I'm pretty sure I have. I, I, oh. I think <laughs> I think I've actually seen you at uh, I think it was I think it was Bendigo Pack Cash Cup, and um, were you were you there? Yeah, I, I was there. I was there. I think it was 2018. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, so I'm the, so you'll know this, I'm the person who had both of his legs lock up from cramps. That was you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that time, that tournament, I had, I think it was one or two apprentices with me. And i got to say, in that tournament, I was, I have to focus on what they're doing. And um, I still remember there was a player who needed my attention for, for, for both knees, yeah, both, both legs, and... Uh, so that was you. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, that was me, yeah. <laughs> um, there was a lot of tennis in that tournament, I must say, um, because everything yeah. all, all locked in together. So do, do you remember how much tennis you played uh, in one day? How much tennis I played? So I think we were playing like six matches a day, probably mm-hmm. three singles, three doubles. Mm-hmm. Right. And then that was, it was pr- pr- pretty heated. Uh, a bit of sun around that day, uh, both days. So mm-hmm. it was just, I think it was two or three days in a row, which was quite a bit as well. Mm. And um, I could be wrong. I think uh, NEJDA took the title. I think they might have as well. Yeah, I think I think NEJDA came fourth for that. But it was a you know it was a good experience. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, when is NEJDA going to take a title? Take a title? Oh, uh, when's the next? When's the next event? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. If you if you're NEJ if you are from NEJDA, watch out. Uh, if you're from Eastern Region, watch out. Bayside is it Bayside? Yeah, Bayside, watch out. Who else? Waverly. Waverly. Waverly, yeah. yeah. Good old Waverly. Yes. Now, let's say, for example, Jared, you are going to take the entire NSJDA to the next event. Let's say, I don't know, next year. Uh, what's one thing you want to tell all the junior players, you know, before they step on the court? Before they step on the court? It's all just, it's all, it's all about having fun and having another hit. Don't worry about what the results are, but make sure you're supporting everyone that's here and just having a good time. Mm. Hey, you know, this this combo right here, right? In a few years' time and one day when you really become the the head coach or the coaching the coaching position for the NSJDA for a, for a regional event, you can actually look back and go, hey, I'm ready for that. So... If, if, yeah, if I if I'm there, which I'm hope I because I'll be I'll be around tennis. That's for sure, a long yeah. time. And if I'm around, I'm more than happy to you know resend you this combo and go. Hey, you know, dream come true. You are you are what you focus on. So I, I can I can totally see that, man. I can totally see that because you you've been there, done that, and you know how to to engage with it with the players. So yeah, are you, let, okay. Put it this way: um, in five months' time. Uh, there's the next regional tournament where it involves NSJDA. How do you prepare, uh, how do you communicate with, with the players who are ready to go and also their coaches? The players and the coaches that are going to go? Yep. Um, well, for one thing, if they know any people that they're going to be playing with uh, within their own team, mm-hmm. it'd be good to you know, connect with them. And if they're playing doubles with them especially, you know, maybe just have some hits with them so you can see what they're see what they're like, I guess that'd be a lot of fun, mm-hmm. um, but just make sure you're getting, because they are long days with a lot of matches, make sure you're getting that match play under, match play prepared before.
before you're moving into it. So your body's you know, conditioned for what you got to do, keep your fitness up, because, yeah, they are long days and they're hard on the body. Mm-hmm. Um, how about a tip for their parents? Tip for the parents? Don't, don't worry if your kid wins or loses or plays bad. Everyone everyone plays bad. Just make sure you're supporting them and just enjoy, enjoy the experience being there and have a good time. Mm-hmm. A tip for sports trainer. <laughs> sports trainer. Um, watch out for every type of injury that could happen. Just be prepared. Yeah, um, I think I'm approaching something like I don't know. I, I think I'm approaching my tenth year with with uh, with you guys, and um, it's just been so scary sometimes seeing you guys. You know, I don't know. Just when you're like playing under twelves or the. Papiers, and now you guys are all sort of moving along, you know. So it's kind of kind of scary. Even um, um, Stefan, uh, Steph Serafidis are saying how you know she might end up get engaged in a few years' time or something, you know. So it's just like wow, yeah. it's uh, it's kind of scary. But um, as for you, do you have any uh, future plans? Um, whether it's uh for for uni or tennis or just uh, as an individual. Um, well, in terms of tennis, I think to, to, to get my like level one and maybe eventually my level two for coaching, which will, which will definitely set me up a bit better. But mm-hmm. I think I always want to keep focusing on, on Taylor's Lakes Tennis Club itself. I want to keep devoting towards it, getting more tournaments there, getting more members and, mm-hmm. and also improving the facilities there. So I really want to work towards the, the club that's really brought me up and I've spent all my years at and, and keep giving back to that. Mm. You know, to be honest, I just found out you're from... Taylor's Lake, and I think they have a uh, Instagram page. So when I post your uh, convo, I'll make sure I give them a big, big shout out. All right, thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, so we we mentioned about appreciation. Do have we? Yes. No. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, we mentioned about um, the parents. We mentioned about coaches. Okay, that's those are some of the most important important elements. Now, there's a bigger, more uh, 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 a more important issue. Who do you go for in AFL? AFL, ooh. Um, well, in the AFL, I, I, I kind of, I'm just happy to watch. It doesn't really concern me, but I guess, I guess, um, when I was younger, I went for Essendon. So. Okay, then you're a good friend of mine. Okay, good, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <No problem. laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I, I like I like Essendon. I like Essendon since day one. All right. Now, um, yeah. uh, what was I gonna say? Apart from tennis, did you engage other sports? Yeah, so um, I did I did swimming, I did basketball, I did athletics, I did footy, and then I did a few more even through school. Wow. Really? Swimming? In, yeah. in, in what level? Like just getting one lap, two laps, or like squats? Oh, no, I did, um, I did like, I, I did swim for like five years when I was like, like a proper junior, and it was, it was, um, you know, I did, I did, I didn't really do any competing, but it was, I got myself to a high level in swimming, which I was happy with. Wow. You do know you're talking to a swim coach. Swim coach, you are, yeah. I'm probably not as good at swimming as you anymore, but, but that was right when I was really young, just so I, so I knew how to swim. <laughs> oh, so you can do, you, you can still do a, can you still hold a 100 IM? Uh, probably not. Okay, fair enough. Uh, how about basketball? Are you doing anything with basketball now? Basketball, no, that was when I was, um, I was like towards the end of primary school when I was was doing a lot of basketball. It was just a bit more fun and social around that, but it was getting more skills and then things like that. It was just fun, a new mm-hmm. experience. And you still keep an eye on NBA and, and, and stuff like that? 
Yes, I'm definitely watching the NBA. Can't wait for its return. Oh, you sound all of a sudden the way the way you just go. I can't wait for NBA. If you're like, um, all right, put it this way: next week, next week, NBA is returning and Wimbledon is returning. Which channel are you going to tune in? Uh, I'm watching Wimbledon. I'm not watching the NBA. I'd rather watch Wimbledon. <laughs> Favorite NBA team? Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh gosh. Oh, well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> well, they had the group player, but now they sort of just okay. They like not we're still doing well, and we've got a lot of draft picks, so we're, we're going to be good in the future. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Did you did you like it even when Russ left, Harden left, and KD left? Well, uh, Russ became a favorite player, so I'm, mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of bit sad he left. But I think I think we're still in a good spot. I think, but I, mean, I still support him now that he's at Rockets. But I think we're still in a good spot. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so you said you said basketball, and okay, so now obviously Wimbledon's supposed to happen. Are you one of? Are you are you like me, where you stay up like from uh, all the way to like two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning just to watch the match? I'll I'll stay up for what I need, depending on what I've got on the next day. Um, but I can always always watch replays and things another time, um, like the next day, which which doesn't bother me. Right, and any particular player you'll definitely watch. Oh, I always watch Nadal. He is my favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nadal's grand final. Uh, Nadal's uh, Wimbledon final versus OKC versus um, uh, Lakers final. Which one would you tune into? I'm watching Nadal every really? day of the week. Really? Yeah. Really? Did you? Would you say you play like Nadal when you were in the juniors or still now? Um, I definitely modeled a bit of my game around him. I even used all of his rackets, which was, which was, uh, which was like fun. But, um, now I'm kind of just developing myself a little bit more just to what, what, what suits me a bit better. No wonder you don't smash your rackets. Yeah, he's never smashed your <laughs> rackets before, so, so I definitely look up to that. <laughs> wow. Um, and are you putting any Nadal's, uh, stuff into your coaching too? Any of his stuff? Um... I kind of model all my coaching around, obviously, my coaches, but mm. I don't think I look uh, for anything specifically that he does because, well, for one thing, he's a left-hander, which is a bit harder for me to look at. So, um, because I'm right and most of the kids I coach are right, so it's it's always a lot easier looking at it from a, from a right-hander's perspective. Nice. Nice. Beautiful. I, I, look, I'll, I'll, before we go, I'm definitely going to reach out to you for 2.0. And and I feel like uh, we can we can go a little bit deeper with uh, with some of the things you say because you're definitely a man or or player or whatever you like a human of depth. So so I definitely want to dig in more next time because I do have three more to go. So what I'll do is before before we go and we're still talking obviously about tennis is that what is one advice before we go? What is one advice you want to give to all the junior tennis players in Australia? To all the junior tennis players in Australia. Mm-hmm. Just, just enjoy tennis. It's, it's, it's. Even if you're taking it competitively, don't beat down on yourself if you lose or anything like that. Just have some fun, enjoy it. Don't push yourself away from the sport because, because people who, who really push themselves and, and they don't find the fun aspect in it, they ended up they end up moving away from the sport because they don't enjoy it anymore because it's all about winning for them. But just have some fun, meet some good friends, like just have hits with them. It's, 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 it's a lot more than just winning. It's, 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 it's a fun sport which you can play forever and just, just enjoy it. Mm. Wow. I, look, I, 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 don't, I haven't been coached by you, but 
But I would say, I would say when I when I start picking up a record, maybe nine or ten. This is kind of something I wanted to to hear. You know, where where there's a, there's a fun in the coach, and the coach delivers fun. So that's the whole the cycle of joy should be. So I got I got to say, I had, I had some rough moments with my coaches when I when I started many many years ago. But this is I, I prefer. Not looking into the wins and losers and, and ins and outs, you know, just more having fun, fun focused. Love it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jared. Thank you so much for your time. And then, um, um, yeah, for all the listeners, we are now currently hitting well over, or well, very, very close to fourteen thousand times played. So keep it up. And um, yeah, so I hopefully I reach out to you more and more of you guys. So thanks again, Jared. And Jerry, you want to say goodbye to our family and friends? Um, yeah, well, thank you for having me on, and uh, goodbye to everyone. Thank you for listening in. No worries. All right, see you, Jared. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye.